Welcome to Weighing In on Happy, the only podcast that dives deep into discussions around weight, eating disorders, mental health, body image, intuitive eating, wellness, confidence, and so much more. Each week, you'll be coached through different stories and strategies on how to start living your best life today. So if you're ready, here's your host, Victoria Evans. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Weighing In on Happy. I'm Victoria, and I'm super excited to have Shaw Day here with me today. So welcome, Shaw Day. Thanks for having me. So I'm really excited because I actually came across you on Instagram. I followed the athletic company Gymshark, and you just like kept coming up on their feed. And I was like, who is this girl? Yeah, it was definitely really exciting to um, to, you know, do the Gymshark 66. A lot of people, I think, have found me through that. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of like spread, which has been awesome. Can you kind of explain like what Gymshark 66 is for the people who don't know? Like you're the 2018 yeah. winner of it, but like what the heck is that for people who might not know? Yeah. So um, Gymshark and Athletic Company, they had a 66 day kind of like challenge or competition, if you want to call it that. And basically to kind of like promote, you know, starting the new year and maybe starting um, your fitness journey, if you'd like. So basically from January 1st to March 7th, they were kind of like tracking your progress. And that didn't mean you have to like cut or bulk or anything or do anything insane. It could have literally been whatever you wanted it to be. Um, But they just kind of wanted to see people, you know, form a habit and stick with the habit. And then at the end, they ended up picking up a winner. And that ended up being me in 2018. So, yeah. so, like, how did you, like, what did it mean to be a winner? Like, what did they look for? Like, because, yeah, I love how you said, like, creating healthy habits and really just focusing on, like, what is, yeah, like, what is sustainable? What is a good choice for you instead of, like, something that's, like, work out crazy and eat nothing, like, right. making it like, a really positive challenge? Um, and kind of, like, what did that look like for you? Yeah, for me, I definitely, by that point, it was last year, I had established what I felt like was a good workout regimen. And I really liked what I was doing. um, But I felt like I wasn't putting like my mental health as a priority. And I don't think I was always thinking about that. So for me, when I started my journey with Gymshark 66, I was like, okay, I'm gonna really get into that and really focus on, you know, what makes me happy. Because like, as we all know, your mental health affects every aspect of your life. Um, And so for those 66 days, you know, I did journaling, I did meditation, I started reading a lot of personal development books, and just really focused on like doing things that made me feel happy from the inside out. That's amazing. Yeah, because so many people get really stuck on just looking at the external things like their physical, what they're eating, what they're doing to exercise. And Mm -hmm. so much of my work, it's like, no, no, it's the mindset behind it. And that's, yeah, it's the mental health. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's really cool that they, like, I really respect that they decided to go with a winner who really prioritized I think that's such a strong image for them to, yeah, to really promote that and make that something of importance. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So you probably didn't just like arrive at this place where you're like, I'm, you know, working on my mindset and this is who I am. Can you kind of tell us like a bit about your journey to become this person that you are today? Yeah. Um, so in, it started in high school. I was like super negative. Mm-hmm. I 
just did not feel good about myself. I didn't have like a high self-esteem or anything. And it really affected me when I got into college because I went from going to this, like not super small high school, but I mean, like it wasn't my school right now. It was like 30,000 people. So it's a lot of people. And to go from like your high school where you know everyone to a place where you know, maybe like a handful of people, it can really affect you. And so I just like secluded in my room and I gained a lot of weight and I thought really ill of myself. And I realized by the first semester, I really needed to make a change somehow. Um, And so I focused first on my nutrition because I felt like my relationship with food was really poor. And I was kind of using it as like, oh, I'm going to reward myself with like a cheat day or do this or whatever. And like whatever I was feeling, I would always like just binge a bunch of food and it just was not good. So I started that um, in, I think I started focusing on my, uh, like my food and my relationship with food December, because I went plant-based and I went vegan. Um, Then with the start of that, it just helped focus on every other aspect. Because once I started feeling good, like internally, like with the food and my digestive system and like my relationship, then I was like, okay, now let's focus on like physical health and introducing working out. And then let's focus on like my mental health. And so I think just hitting that low really woke me up. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think it's so important to have that realization. And so many people Mm -hmm. go their entire life just kind of like using food or using drugs or using alcohol as just a way to kind of like keep this buffer between actually going on. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to just want to, you know, just fix your body and just fix your food instead of like doing the work to fix your mindset like behind it, which Mm -hmm. like is really like your mindset is everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think for me, like, I realized that because my weight was like yo-yoing, like, depending on how I was feeling was how I was going to like eat. And I just kept on like, it came to this point, I remember my senior year, I was like, I'm just going to stay this way forever. There's no help for me. Like, I can't do anything. And then like, obviously, I made the change. But I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of people are like, well, I'm so busy. So why focus on this? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially because it's, it's so easy to just want to do like a diet plan or an exercise plan Mm. is like a quick fix. Like, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, like I'm going to do a 14 day weight loss plan, like a juice cleanse because that's, but it's like, that's like, I would say it's like a bandaid over a bullet wound. It's like, you're not actually fixing the problem. Like you're Mm. just pacing over it and pretending that it's going to be fine. It's like, go and like, we're like, what is the problem here? What is the issue Mm. that I'm trying to paint over? Because otherwise it's like, like white knuckling it like with diet yeah. it's just like eventually you're just going to get back to this place until you ultimately change your mindset about why you wanted to diet in the first place or why you were overeating in the first place yeah i know like with shows like the biggest loser they were showing people who are making these huge like cutting out every single carb possible and saying like you have to work out this intense and then for a lot of the people they gained the weight back and then some and then they felt horrible about themselves so it wasn't really like proving anything it was just trying to show people oh you have to do these drastic measures in order to like look good when really it's all internal exactly it's really nothing to do yeah with the external things it has to start from the inside and that's why I know for me, like when I was like absolute skinniest, like anorexic, I was the most unhappy because my mindset was absolute shit. Like my relationship was the worst it ever been. My relationship with exercise, the worst it ever been compared to when I was 65 pounds heavier. And I thought, you know, like being skinny was the answer, but it turned out like it's the mindset. Like it doesn't matter what kind of your body is or what, how you look, it's how you think. Yes. 
really the core of everything and every decision you make. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I know you kind of really preach about like self-love and, and mental health. So like kind of, what does that look like for you? And like, how do you kind of live that in your everyday life? Mm -hmm. Um, for me, I'm a morning person. So Mm -hmm. for me, mental health is something you have to work on every single day. It's like with physical health, when people are like practice makes perfect, they don't think about the mental thing, but mental toughness is something that a lot of athletes go through and everyone goes through. Um, and I think when you're, you know, implementing these routines, like for me, every single morning, I meditate for at least five minutes, maybe 15. Um, and then I'll journal and I'll do a gratitude journal and I'll read a personal development book and try to read like at least a chapter just to remind myself, you know, it's very important to put your mental health first, because if I start my day off on the wrong foot, I like everything else goes downhill. Like if I don't start my day off with like doing my meditation and like for me, I go to the gym in the morning and that's a way for me to kind of like meditate as well. Cause I'm in that state of just focusing on my fitness at that moment. Um, if I don't do any of those things, all of a sudden, like everything else, like I'm all out of order. I like the little things will make me think worse about myself. And so I feel like people just need to remember that like mental health isn't like, oh, just like going to a therapist once talking about your feelings and then letting it all go. It's like you have to practice it and work on it every single day because it's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah. And I feel like even too, like there's this huge movement for like self-care but mm-hmm. the thing about self-care is like we get so caught up in like self-care is a bubble bath. Self-care is right. and it's like, almost like yeah. wait until it's like everything's too much. I'm about to literally like collapse like and I'm yeah. going to have like a massage or a bubble bath or have mm-hmm. a piece of cake. And it's like you need to be implementing like these kind of like self-care, like mental health rituals like in your mm-hmm. everyday life. Like it can't be a bubble bath once a month as yourself. Yeah. 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 Doing the journaling in the morning, going to your the gym, eating foods that make you feel good. Like it needs to yeah. be like self care, like, and self love is you, like even sometimes doing the things you don't want to do, like going to bed early, mm-hmm. saying yeah. no to an event because it's going to be too much. Like, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. For me, like, like kind of like the treat yourself mentality, I feel like people mm-hmm. think is like, oh yeah, that's going to make everything go away. When in reality, it's, it's, it's not like you're going to have to do those things. Like for me, I, I get up at five in the morning and maybe I don't like doing that, but I know that if I do that, it's going to help me so much at the end of the day. Like I'm going to be so much more productive. Like I'm not going to be as anxious about like exams or something, or I'm not going to like start having like fights with people who I love because like, I know that I'm in this like mental state of like clarity and knowing like who I am and where I am and being like present and intentional. And I feel like a lot of people, unfortunately, like we just don't talk about it. It's not a conversation we have, especially like in like the mainstream magazines or celebrities. Instead, they're going to promote like doing things like the fit teas or, you know, doing these 30 day like trial things or like, like you said, like taking a bubble bath because that's going to help everything when really yeah. we like, we know it's not going to help everything. Like maybe yeah. you'll feel good in your skin, but like <laughs> nothing exactly. else is going to work. And yeah. it's the same thing. It's like that short term, like bandaid over a bullet wound idea. Yeah. Like, it's just like, this is like a quick little fix. That's going to make me feel mm-hmm. good for about five minutes. And then yeah. I'm going to go back to where I started. It's like mm-hmm. burned out and all these things. And yeah, like waiting until it's too late to start like self-care, whereas self-care yeah. and every day, like self-love, journaling, talking about our mental health, mm-hmm. talking about 
me and my background, like talking about eating disorders. Like we need to right. talk about how it's not normal to be anxious all the time and to feel yes. all stressed and feel like I should always be on a diet. Mm-hmm. Like that's not normal. Yeah, it's yeah. normal in our society. Like it's people talk, like don't talk about it in the pack. We don't mm-hmm. talk about it as normal, and that's not yeah. normal. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about. I was talking to like um, my nana about that because we were just yeah. having a whole conversation, and I was saying like a lot of the times, like when I would feel sad and down and like have these anxious feelings, like people would just be like, "Oh, everyone has it." So like, why does it matter for you? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if it's like everyone has it, maybe we should try to do something about that rather yeah. than just like accepting that it's a part of life when it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be. And it's like, there's changes that you can make, like simple five minute changes every single day that could help you so much. Mm-hmm. So what are like some of those changes? I know you mentioned like journaling and working out, yeah. but like if someone was like, okay, I totally hear what you're saying. And mm-hmm. yeah, I really need to prioritize like, my mental health and like mm-hmm. taking care of my body. Like what would be like something that you really recommend that is a part of your life? Mm-hmm. For me, deep breathing and breathing exercises have like changed my life I used to be the most anxious person ever like for exams for like meetings anything like if I was doing this like even a year ago I'd probably like have a whole anxiety attack like I would just be the worst um and so just implementing those like deep breathing techniques so one that I really like is you take a deep breath you hold it for four seconds and you let it go and it instantly just changes your mood I, um, I did a kickboxing class yesterday with my friends and something they do at the end of the kickboxing is like taking a really deep breath and just letting it out and like doing the physical motion of letting it out. And you just see that like everyone is so much more settled. And I think when you start like making that simple change, like say you have an exam, you're freaking out and you're like starting to belittle yourself and criticize yourself saying you're going to fail, just taking like even three deep breaths and just reminding yourself like it's going to be okay. You know what you're doing. You've worked hard can make a world of difference. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Like people don't realize the importance of um, like doing breath work. I think it's just kind of like you, but because for me and all the work I do, I really have to understand the science behind it for it to mm-hmm. be safe. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, like when you're doing that type of breathing, it's basically, it's like triggering that parasympathetic state in your body. Mm-hmm. So that's that rest and digest because a lot of the time we're living in that kind of fight or flight zone. Yeah. So our breathing is very much in our chest. It's very up high. It's everything's mm-hmm. very tense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're doing that, you know, whole like breathe for four, hold for four. It's mm-hmm. like, you're literally telling your body like you're safe. Right. You're okay there's no need to be anxious right now and all of a sudden you like you drop kind of almost into belly breathing as well Mm -hmm. and you just realize how tight you've been like you've been clenching your body and your jaw and like Mm -hmm. doing things like breathing even though it sounds so simple right even like things like meditation people get really like oh my god meditation i have to sit there like a zen goddess for an hour and And, like for me meditation usually just is a lot of breath work Yeah. yeah yeah for sure Um, I also, something I started implementing is on days where I'm like, for me, when I'm on my period, I get very affected by it. I get into this very depressed state and I'm, for whatever reason, I'm very belittling of myself and I'm very quick to criticize. And so especially in my period, something I do is just like physical touch. So just hugging yourself Mm -hmm. and how much that can soothe you and just remind yourself like where you are and how you're feeling and releasing those feelings and just, you know, handling them properly rather than just like putting them in the back burner for them to like build up and then for you to explode. Um, So I'll just sit there even for like 
just like a minute, just holding myself, 30 seconds, just holding myself and just being there and being like, okay, you're okay. You're here for yourself. You've got this. It can, it does wonders. I don't think like people realize it. And if they do think of it, they're like, oh, you're just like being weird. You don't know what you're doing kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's so underrated doing these little yeah. And it's mm-hmm. these little things that make the difference. You mm-hmm. know, it's not the, the bubble bath once a month. It's the right. holding off when you need it. It's the yeah. take four seconds to breathe when mm-hmm. you're feeling really stressed out. Yeah. It's like you're building on those little habits, those little moments, like they build on themselves. And then, yeah, you're like you're all of a sudden you have this like emotional resilience. You are like, you feel really strong. You feel really empowered in your mindset. Yeah. Is in a completely different space just because you've done these little tiny things that most people think are so small, they're insignificant, mm-hmm. but they just compound on each other. Right. And then they'll say like, oh, I don't have time for this. And I'm like, you have four seconds. You have 30 seconds. You like took two minutes or three minutes waiting in Starbucks for your coffee. So why can't you breathe through that? Like you can do so much. Yeah. People love to make yeah excuses for things, especially things they don't really understand. They don't realize mm-hmm. the benefit of. Yes. And they'll wait until it's like too late, essentially. Yeah. Like yeah. it's too late until it's like it's so far gone. It's like a mental breakdown. I need to yeah. vacation out versus like if you spend, yeah, like you said, like two seconds breathing. Yeah. It's like this probably saved yourself like a week of burnout from work. Right. Or yes. A complete mental breakdown before your text. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I. I remember like the reason I like talk about this so much is because like I hit a low and I don't want people to have to hit that and they don't have to hit that. And there's so many things that I can do. And so that's why it's like so important for me to just like put a post every single day. Like if that's what I can do to change like just one person's mindset, then I've done what I needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. And so for your low for you, is that like we were talking about in in college with um, like your weight and stuff or is that, Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was, I think like senior year of high school, freshman year of college was just like low. Like I just like, I just didn't like who I was and I knew I wasn't myself. And even my family still to this day will talk to me and say how much they've seen me change and like just my mindset and who I was and everything. I remember in high school, we had like the, um, the yearbook kind of like superlatives And one of them was like class pessimist. And I begged people, I said, please vote for me for this because this is who I am. And like, I just, I just didn't like, I would never wear a bikini um, at the beach ever. You would never see me in a bikini, even if it was high-waisted. I just did not, I thought like no one would like me. I didn't have enough friends. I like had horrible eating habits and I just had a horrible relationship with food. And I just like that, it hit me really hard then. And I was just like, I knew I wasn't who I needed to be and I needed to make a change. And so, yeah, that definitely was like a huge low for me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important to talk about it. And especially because on social media, like you, if you looked at, just looked at the pictures on your page without reading any of the caption or anything, it mm-hmm. can be confusing for people to like, to be like, oh, well, she has it together. Like it looks right. like doing really well. Mm-hmm. So it's important, yeah, to like read the captions of the post and like look yeah. at what life was before what my life looked like a few years ago because yeah. we get so caught up in Instagram as this like highlight reel sometimes and don't mm-hmm. really I wasn't always this way like this yes. is my story like the, I'm using this platform because I want to talk about it like make let's make this a discussion let's make yeah. this normal. and right. so like mental health and me with like eating and eating disorders and basically mm-hmm. that whole realm of things that we've placed so much shame and yes. place 
much like moral value on pretending that we're fine. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, using our platform to kind of like destigmatize and make it a conversation and realize like, Hey, you don't have to live thinking that I can never wear a bikini or that I should always be pessimistic. And it's a test of how plastic your brain is, Mm -hmm. how much change just by starting to do these little self-care rituals, by starting to do the journaling and the breath work, like that literally changes your mindset and then that changes your life. And all of a sudden you go from wanting to be class pessimist to having this huge platform where you preach self-love and you talk about mental health and like all of a sudden it's like you took this thing at once defined in a negative way and you're using it to like teach others about what they can become. So I think that's like yeah. so beautiful. Thanks. I, um, I definitely think it's also important to like be very authentic in the moment too. So like during those days when I'm on my period, I tell people, I'm like, this is how I'm feeling and it's completely normal. Yes. I'm always preaching like to be happy, but again, it's a work in progress always. And so I want you to see me at my lowest, like of that week, maybe, or that month, maybe, and see like, what I'm doing every day that's helping me and getting me through it. So like if I, so yeah, it's just important for me to like just express how I'm feeling at all times and like just really be authentic with my audience. Cause I feel like since I'm building it, it's important for me to, you know, advocate for all of these things. And like, for me, I thought, you know, I had to be perfect for people to connect with me, but yeah. it turns out people to connect with me. I have to be imperfect. Like people connect yeah. days that you're having your period and you feel like shit. No one connects with yeah. you. Yeah. Like, period and I didn't even think about chocolate once right. and five hours and look at me in my bikini I'm not bloated at all like no right. one it's just like I hate that girl I'm like that bitch is like right <laughs> or she's lying or like but if you're like oh my god I just ate like all this food and I'm like period and like I'm giving yeah. myself tough love but I'm still having a tough day it's like oh yeah it's right there like that's yeah. how those photos and those captions always get the most engagement for me. Like on photos where I'm like, I remember I posted one like last week about being in a really low place. And that one like was the most likes for me, the most comments, people like, thank you for posting it. And I was like, okay, like, see, we need to keep this going guys. Like, do you see what's happening? Clearly there's a need for people to break down these walls. Like people are begging to connect. People are begging to see the imperfections because they yeah, they feel so isolated looking at like these perfectly curated social media environments mm-hmm. yeah. and it just makes them feel like a failure when they don't wake up looking fucking flawless right right for sure mm-hmm. so yeah having platforms are like no this is real me like this is happening mm-hmm. i think it's so important for mental health in general that it's okay to not be okay yeah, and I think that companies are starting to notice this, you know, with Gymshark 66 and stuff, but even like, like Aerie, where they're like, we're not going to, you know, retouch our photos, like these are our girls, and they're, you know, various sizes, and they're talking about everything that means the most to them, and, and loving themselves, and like, we're going to continue promoting that, and I think it's so important for companies, especially ones that have huge audiences, to to show these people so that they understand that like mental health is important and that it should be as discussed as like physical health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If not more, because mm-hmm. like it all comes back to the mindset behind it. Yes. And mm-hmm. if you have a toxic mindset, then like nothing, literally nothing functions. Like, yeah. Like- I-, I remember um, I did um, swimming in high school and mm-hmm. we had, we had a hell week. 
And I remember one of the days was mental toughness day. And that was always the hardest day for every single athlete, everyone, because he was pushing you and saying like, you have to tell yourself you can do this. You know, you can hit this mark. You can like beat your, your best time and everything. If you're just like mentally there and Mm -hmm you know, that was like a huge day for us. And for me, like it was my least favorite day at the time because I was like, I don't know if I have this, but like, it was so important and it taught me a lot. And like now looking back on it, I'm like, thank goodness I had this day to like prove to myself, like how important it is. Yeah. And as well as like doing that work, it's like, it gets easier. Like the more you do this kind of self-love work, the more you think these positive thoughts, like it, it just gets easier and easier and easier. Um, and then it's like, yeah, you have to keep doing it. Otherwise you lose it. Right. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's the same thing, you know, if you're only thinking negative thoughts, um, like that becomes very normal for you. And so it's hard to break out of that. And so if people just need to have some like compassion and some love, cause we'll often get mad at ourselves for being like, why am I thinking this way? I know better. And why am I mm-hmm. like beating myself up? It's like, well, that's what you've done for the past 20 odd years. And like, yes. you're not going to change that overnight. So yeah you know, it takes time to build these new habits and to build a new mindset. And so just like give yourself some love in the, in the process. Yeah. I feel like if people could just like think of it as physical health, like you gained your weight in like, say whatever, like 19 years, you gained all this weight. It's going to take like more than a a day to lose the weight that you want to lose if that's your goal. Mm -hmm. So you have to think of it with mental health. Like if you've been living this way and thinking this way for this many years, it's going to take time. It's not going to be like, oh, the second you meditate, like, look at me now. Like, I love the world. I love myself. Everything's beautiful. Like it takes time. And I think like some people just like feel like they don't have time to take that time when it's like going to affect them. Exactly. And especially in like a world today where it's like instant gratification. Yes. It's like you really want instant results. So it's mm-hmm. like I ate one healthy meal. Why am I not a size two? Yes. Or like I went to the gym once. Why am I not ripped? And it's yeah. like, that's nice in the world of social media where everything is before and after. And it right, looks yep. very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. you didn't see the hundreds of hours that person put in right. behind the scenes, the, the mindset shift that they did. And yeah, it's like building muscles up. Like I didn't, you didn't just go to the gym and you're like, no, I can deadlift all this weight. It's like, right. No. You have right. this mindset is it's building a muscle yes. and it takes time. It takes energy. It takes proper nutrition. It takes mm-hmm. proper like hydration. It takes like sleep, mm-hmm. like literally your mindset. If people think about, you know, cause your brain is a muscle yes. and you have to treat it the same way. Like it's not just going to be overnight. I've bulked up. It's like, yeah. no, start small. <laughs> reps it takes some time sometimes you're gonna miss the gym sometimes you're right. not there. don't hate yourself right. for me. just get back into it you know all right so i have uh, one last question for you mm-hmm. so if you had to weigh in on one thing that you think makes people happy like mm-hmm. what would that be for you this took me some time i'm not gonna lie yeah. <laughs> thinking about just thinking about it um but what i came up with was being unapologetically themselves I think Mm -hmm. that is what being vulnerable and being proud of who you are, no matter what stage of your life you're in or anything. I think that just brings pure happiness to people. I know Mm -hmm. that when I just like look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you know what? You did the work. You look amazing. You're doing the best things for yourself. Like that is when I'm like my most happiness. I'm so proud of myself because Mm -hmm. like, there's nothing in life that's going to affect me and anyone's views aren't going to affect me, you know? And I think for like for so long, you know, we don't 
unconditionally love ourselves. It's always like, there's always a condition like, Oh, you hit the gym six days a week. You love yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's always this reward thing when you don't need to reward yourself to love yourself. Like you could be who you are right now and, and love every inch of your body and your mindset and everything. And it's just, it's super important. And like, it affects your relationships. It affects like the jobs you take, how much worth you're giving yourself and how much, you know, like fighting for an income or something like that or a salary, like it's all affected by your mental state and like how you're feeling about yourself. And so when you're able to accept yourself unapologetically, unconditionally, I feel like that's when you kind of reach this like pure bliss moment with yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think so many people, they think if they love themselves, that means they don't, they won't strive for better. Right. Like if they look in the mirror and they're like, I accept what this is. That means that they're not going to be going to the gym. They're not going to be eating healthy because they've somehow like just accepted. But right. it's the opposite. It's like, if you love your body and you're like, I look amazing right now, that just means you want to do more things to honor that. Now I want to work on my mindset. So like mm-hmm. accepting and loving yourself and just being so authentic and giving mm-hmm. yourself permission to be you just yes. means that you're allowing yourself to be the best version of you instead of hating yourself and not actually making any real change. Yeah. For me, when I um, was in high school, I was very like, this is the good food and this is the bad food. Mm-hmm. And now I'm much more with intuitive eating as I know you are. Yes. And, um, and so for me, like people think like, oh, when you're making that change, then like you're going to eat ice cream every single day and you're going to eat a pint and you're going to gain all this weight when really like I realize like my body is so beautiful and so worthy that I want to fill it with the most nutrients that I can because it's such a sacred thing to me that I want to treat it right. And so, yes, I'm going to have ice cream, but that doesn't mean that like I'm going to eat like three pints a day because like that's what it needs. You know, it's like I want to give myself like a bunch of healthy greens and I love putting like chia seeds and flax seeds in my smoothies and all these things because like my body deserves it and I and I love where it is and I want to do more for it. Yes. Oh, I love that you mentioned intuitive eating because that obviously that's what I do. That's what I coach and like intuitive yeah. exercise eating and yes. we just allow ourselves to fully embody who we are. Yeah. Like, fill ourselves with positivity, then mm-hmm. like we seek out more positive. Like like attracts like. Yes. So if I love yes. my body and I'm doing my morning rituals and I'm journaling and doing breath work, that means I'm also gonna be eating the really healthy foods and I can also mm-hmm. have you know, like the last nutrient S foods, like the, the chocolates and all these other yeah. things and not have that be, you know, a damage to my self-worth, not have it be yes. like I'm a bad person for eating these foods. It's yeah. Like, I love these foods, which means I'm allowed to have them and enjoy them versus mm-hmm. eating them being like I'm an unworthy person because I indulged in chocolate. Like, yes. Yeah. And a lot of like these like quick fix diets, it's like once you're off them and you like end up binging all these foods, you like feel guilty and you're like, oh, I'm so mad I ate this food when it's like, you should never think that way about food. Like you should never be like, this is the horrible thing and I'm never going to eat it. Like you don't have to think that way. And when I did, like when I started doing intuitive eating, like I naturally had this balance all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Whereas like when I didn't, I was just like eating excessively and like, and then the next day restricting myself and it like was never, I never found like satisfaction. And then once I started eating intuitively and just like eating when I'm hungry and just listening to my body and being in touch with my body, all of a sudden I was like, oh, this isn't, this isn't too hard. This isn't too bad. Like this is life. I'm happy. Like, it's so, it's funny because people, yeah, they get so caught up to be like, oh, if I'm allowed to eat anything, it's, I'm going to eat everything. I'm going to eat like 30 down. And it's like, 
that's not the case at all. It's when yeah, you won't mental restriction. Like I always say, like if you have like mental restriction creates mental rebellion and allowance mm-hmm. space for choice. Mm-hmm. So if you allow yourself to eat whatever you want, then it's like you no longer it's like no longer exciting. Right. Like a dog with a bone. Like if you have a dog lying there and it has like its toy there, like a bone, a bone, you go to take the bone away from it. It's like, Oh, I want the bone all of a sudden. Yeah. It wants to know it can have it. Like it just wants to know it's there. And so it's the same as food. It's like, I know I can have chocolate. I know I can have cake. I know I can have bread. I know I can have these things. Mm -hmm. Knowing I can have it just like the bone. It's like, I just need to know I can. And I will if I want to. But if also you're saying, no, I'm not allowed to have chocolate. I'm not allowed Mm -hmm. to eat all of a sudden it's like a dog bone. It's like, I need to have it. Don't take it away yeah. from me. I'm fixated on it. And that's why dieting doesn't work. So it's based on rules and restriction versus intuitive eating, which is based on mm-hmm. like allowance and freedom. And when you have mm-hmm. that freedom, you no longer fixate on what you can't have. Yeah. And, and it's a lifestyle. Like diets aren't a lifestyle. They aren't like they're like, you're on them for what, like 30 days. And then you're like, you go back to the way that you were eating because like, that's your lifestyle. You know what I mean? So like just making it a lifestyle just makes you realize like, okay, like I can eat this, I can eat that. And it's no big deal. Like this is my life. I'm healthy. I'm fine. Like I don't need to worry about these things at all. Exactly. Yeah. And there's like, there's a reason why 95% of diets fail. And there's a reason yes. why there's a huge diet industry because it yes. doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> doesn't. yes. Like there's a reason yeah. why intuitive eating works. There's a reason why listening for our bodies and kind of getting back to that state, like when we were kids and we could just like mm-hmm. eat, eat like hot dogs and whatever and never be mm-hmm. worried and still able to kind of have that healthy body. Because like, you're just eating when you're hungry and you're stopping when you're full and you're not placing moral value and restrictions on food. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of getting back to that place where you're just listening to your body again. Yeah. And you would, you would think that like ma- magazines and like the TV would talk about it, but they don't because like it's money and, and people think that they have to like sell these things that people are unfortunately going to buy into. Yeah. Because intuitive eating is, even though it sounds like a really easy concept, it is... Yeah hard after you've had years of dieting and being so hard yeah so like the concept is very simple but yeah Mm -hmm. after we've been sold for years by the diet industry to Mm -hmm. eat a certain way look a certain way it can be hard to kind of get into that get Mm -hmm. back to that way of thinking again um Mm -hmm. so yeah and that's also why people don't want to do it because it takes work and it's like you said it's Mm -hmm. like but it can be those little things like those little compile over time and eventually you're able to kind of get your mindset to a place where you know you can live in this intuitive way which is sustainable versus a diet that you yeah eat and like really quickly but you hated it the whole time and now they're right. all that. like yes and then you feel bad about yourself because you're like well I like just ruined my diet I worked yeah. so hard and everything and look at me now like you know mm-hmm throwing it away when it's like, it just wasn't meant for you. It's not meant for the, you know, average person. You're not supposed to. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to restrict yourself like to that, those limits of just like craziness where it's like, like, you're just not going to have like sugar. You're not going to have carbs. You're not going to have this. It's like, where are you going to get your energy from? Like, how are you going to like function? (laughs) I know. I was thinking about that. Is it, um, Oh my god, it's like a movie. It's like Cinderella story or something with like Lizzie McGuire on, yeah. or um, Hillary Duff, and it's like they walk to the diner. They're like, "Can I have something that's like fat free, carb free, blah blah blah, like everything?" And she's and then like she's like water and like she's yeah. like, but it's like literally like our society. It's like 
you get so many mixed messages of like keto and don't eat carbs yes. but then fat and fat is you don't have too much fat like trans yes. fat. it's just like there's so many rules and it's so overwhelming and yeah. that's why the diet industry is very profitable because it's selling mm-hmm. you a different thing every two seconds that is confusing you yes you just like yeah get back to how we were supposed to naturally exist which is just listening to our body <laughs> and then it's just a beautiful right. healthy way to live so on that note, because the, uh, our last question went on on a bit of a tangent because I love talking about intuitive eating. Obviously, that's my, my area of passion when it comes yeah. to helping women kind of get back to that place that they can do, you know, the, like to work out and eat in just like that very sustainable way. So I'm really glad that we went there because I love yeah. that you practice that lifestyle. And I think yeah. that's, it's so holistic having the mindset um, when it comes to everything, mental health, physical health, like eating, mm-hmm. so it's all kind of one in the same. Yes, for sure. So if people want to find you and learn a, like more about you, kind of what you're doing, like where is the best place for them to find you? Um, right now, Instagram. Instagram is like my number one place. I'm on there posting usually every single day. Sometimes weekends I take breaks just to give myself a break. Yeah. Um, but at my thriving on is where people can find me. Um, I'm also going to put it below my show notes as well because you guys you should absolutely follow her like she posts up all the time and I'm always commenting on her posts (laughs) because it's really great captions and just preaches like everything she's talked about today it really comes through on her Instagram like just this very authentic very real person that you can connect with and so like I'm so happy to have you on here today um, and get the opportunity to talk to you and again like also why I love social media it can be something really positive where you can connect yeah. with someone um, right now we're on different sides of the world um, right. have this conversation about something that is so important so thank you thank you for having me this was great I loved everything we talked about and it you know mental health is passionate for both of us so it was really nice to you know talk to someone who is like-minded and you know spread the word Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, we'll be chatting soon. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. You should have heard how much longer we kept chatting after we finished recording, as well as how much we were talking beforehand. I simply think she's awesome. She's just the coolest girl. And I'm so glad that you guys were able to kind of have a little snippet of our conversation and kind of peek into that world. So thank you so much for listening. And if you want more information on my coaching, it's at www.victoriaevansofficial.com or my Instagram at victoriaevansofficial where I'm very active there. And finally, I invite you to rate and review this episode so that I know what you like so that I can do more of it. All right, you guys, until next week, I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye-bye.